You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, the best in the business. Is once again back in business. It's a skeleton crew again, just myself and the professor, Nate Christian. Sorry, we're going to hold it down. Nate, what is good? Hey. It is summertime for sure. It is hot out here. It is humid. Mm. We got the thunderstorms. I like the thunderstorms, but the humidity is killing me, Mike. It's killing me. Yes, me too. I work in it, so I'm not a fan, and I wear very – uniform pants are very thick. Mm. Very, yeah. very thick. So thumbs down for the mm-hmm. uniform pants. Not a fan. Also not a fan of people just walking into the shop when I'm trying to work. You mm. check my tire pressures for me? No, go away. I it's I'll tell them I will trade you. I will check your tire pressures for some money, and that is called a value. And that's there a real trade, and that's what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about some buy sells, real dynasty trades, and real dynasty values. It is all real here in the dynasty rewind tonight. So I want to let you guys know before we get into it. All trades are super flex. There is no tight end premium in any of these trades. Just to keep that in mind as you're listening in. So if things seem skewed one way or another, that is the basis that we are going after here. All right. So our first focus player of the evening is new starting running back for the Minnesota Vikings. Alexander Madison. Chev called it. Mm. Saying he was out on Dalvin Cook or he was in or by low on Alexander Madison. That's what it was for the show sheet together. And then like a day later, Dalvin Cook gets cut of course so let's look at the first trade here nate alexander madison for a mid 24 first you know i don't like that mike i don't like that give me the mid 24 first i know that in the mid first i can get probably the rb1 or rb2 next year's class i can get a young stud running back alexander madison this is a guy that dalvin cook's backup but we expect him just to fill those shoes Alexander Madison over the past few years has averaged 3.8 yards per carry and 3.7 yards per carry. He yep. has not averaged four, four or more yards per carry since 2020. And this is also a guy that ran a 4.67 40-yard dash coming out of college. Uh, you know, had a speed score in the 39th percentile. Alexander Madison is no great athlete. He's no great uh, pass catcher. He's not been efficient the last two years. You know, I don't think this is one of those, hey, someone leaves and someone just steps right into his shoes. Alexander Madison – I mean, this is a pass-heavy Vikings team. I don't think Alexander Madison can have the value in fantasy football that he's, you know, to match the value right now that he has in trades and startups and things like that. Yeah, here's the thing: when you're making a move with a mid projected mid twenty-four mm-hmm. first, that tells me that's a going for it move. And if I'm going for it, I'm not going for it with Alexander Madison. No, he's not the one that pushed you over the edge. Yeah, you know, when I could get a guy potentially like Travion Henderson. You talked about it in a mock draft that we did the, uh, early this week. Uh, we'll link the video, hopefully somewhere. I don't know where videos get linked. I'm just pointing all around. Um, but give me that mid-24 first if I'm moving it for a player that I think could put me over the edge. I think you could almost move that for Josh Jacobs right now. And I would much rather have Josh Jacobs than Alexander Madison. Um, yeah. I'm probably I mean, you could probably move way. that for Nick Chubb. Um, I would much rather have Nick and Chubb. And you would much rather do that. You might, I mean, maybe to add a, something on top of it, but – Nick Chubb right now is set up for an incredible season. I agree. 
and there's no more cream hunt there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who else? Is, uh, Jerome Ford, they said, could get some touches. But I think if Jerome Ford is relevant, it's not as much as cream hunt had been in the past. We like Jerome Ford. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I would rather make that move for Nick Chubb as well. And I'm probably going to lead the other side here too. Alexander Madison for Christian Kirk. Give me Christian mm-hmm. Kirk. Give me a guy who could push to be a wide receiver one. I understand that Calvin Ridley is coming back, but Calvin Ridley hurts other players on the Jacksonville Jaguars more than he hurts Christian Kirk. Yep. Nate, how do you feel about this one? Yeah, Christian Kirk, you know, average 14.2 yards. I mean, 14.2 uh, fantasy points per game last year, getting up for 18th, you know, just showing off right there with Trevor Lawrence. I will take, you know, a wide receiver that's shown top 24 production over Alexander Madison, who I'm honestly doubtful is even a top 24 running back this year. Um, Christian Kirk's going to do a lot lot more for my team. I think Ridley being there actually helps him out. Um, I don't expect him to really get uh, less volume. I think he maintains his volume and his efficiency goes up because Ridley's on the outside. Yeah, I agree. Um, here's the one that's kind of giving me some some pause here. Alexander Madison and a 24 third for Zach Charbonnet and a 24 second. Yeah, I mean, this is, if you're a team that's going for it, this might be some fair value, as you could say. It's but, better than um, the mid-24 first trade. It is, it is. But I think in a vacuum, I am going to take Zach Charbonnet in the second. I, I mean, overall, I think Alexander Madison's overvalued right now. Um, that's why I'm leaning the other way in all of these trades. But I do think this one is the most fair of them. Um, you know, you're, you're kind of giving up the the potential future with Zach Charbonnet, who we believe has plenty of talent, even though situation's not great right now. For a running back like Alexander Madison, who it's kind of the opposite. Maybe the talent's not there, but the situation's uh, better. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I'm going to lean the side of the situation here and lean the Alexander Madison side. I agree with you in saying that this is the most fair of the three, but Alexander Madison looks and projects to get the bulk of the workload could turn into something better. I know Zach Charbonnet is going to open up the passing game, but um, that's what we hear. You know, I don't know. I think JSN has a better shot of opening up the Seahawks passing game than Zach Charbonnet does personally. Um, let's move on to our next focus player. And that's Christian Watson. So Nate, our first trade is Christian Watson for Michael Pittman and Samaje Pirine, the lesser of the two Pirines. <laughs> what are we thinking here? Yeah, um, I mean, Samaj P. Ryan's obviously a throw-in here. So it's it's really, do you prefer Christian Watson or do you prefer uh, Michael Pittman? Uh, they both have questions at the quarterback position. You know, the Colts have a rookie quarterback in Anthony Richardson, and then the Packers have Jordan Love, who we haven't really seen play yet at the NFL level. Um, I am – they both got rookie wide receiver competition. You know, we got Jaden Reed with the Packers. We got Josh Downs with the Colts. Um, you got – Dubs with the Packers, you got Pierce with the Colts. These are kind of similar situations, kind of similar players who play outside, um, have a good size speed combination. So this is a really good trade for Bob to throw up for us. Um, I am going to take uh, Michael Pittman, though, because he's mm-hmm. the established player. And I really like the potential of Jaden Reed um, in that offense. Also, they did draft Luke Musgrave, who is better than whatever Colts tight end is currently on the roster. Um, that is true. And I don't know if Anthony Richardson's the best passer, um, in, in the game, but I also don't know that about Jordan Love. Uh, give me Michael Pittman, who I know uh, can give me fantasy production. I think for me, I'm actually going to lean on the Christian Watson side here. I think he has a higher ceiling. And, you know, like they say, um, more, bo- more boats in the water makes... Hungry boats. 
I don't know what that. More Can water. you tell me what it's actually supposed to be? Um, a, a rising tide lifts all ships. Yes, and Jaden Reed, Luke Musgrave, Romeo Dubs, those are riding tide players, rising tide players to me. They're going to take coverage away from a guy like Christian Watson. I just think his ceiling overall is higher than that of Michael Pittman's. I think he's more athletically dynamic. I'm going to lean Christian Watson here, although I do think the trade is pretty fair. The next one, I'm not going Christian Watson. I'm going Najee Harris. Christian Watson yep. for Najee Harris. Najee Harris is a freaking stud. Now, mm-hmm. The ceiling, and and this is hard too because we're going, you know, across positions here. But man, Najee's the dude. This is one type of camp speak I don't care about. Jalen Warren is not a threat to Najee Harris. No, no, he's not. That's camp speak. Give me Najee. Yeah, give me Najee. Um, you know, RB six in points per game is rookie year. Last year's sophomore season, um, RB nineteen, but he had a metal plate in his foot for the first half of the season and looked better the second half of the season. Still didn't miss a game. He's a guy that gets a ton of volume, doesn't miss. Um, give me Najee Harris, who continues to be undervalued for the fantasy production he's going to give you, especially yeah. the running back position where we're always looking for production. Yeah, exactly. Especially it's, consistent it's, production. It's easier to find a productive wide receiver than mm-hmm. it is to find a productive running yep. back. The last trade on our focus player, Christian Watson. Christian Watson in a late 24 first for Jalen Waddle in a 25 mm-hmm. second. Nate, this one's actually pretty easy for me. What about you? Super easy for me. Give me Jalen Waddle in the second. Yep. I get a little bit of a pick downgrade for a huge wide receiver upgrade. I go from a guy who something can be a stud, um, but I think is probably more just entrenched in that like lower wide receiver two range. Um, but then you get Jalen Waddle, mm-hmm. who is, you know, Wide receiver, one kind of top 12 player, um, incredible just after the catch, gets the targets in a good offense. You got to take Jalen Waddle here. The pick down grade is not that bad uh, to get the upgrade of the wide receiver position. Yeah, it's really, when you think about it, a late 24 first could be the 112. It could be. So and then- <laughs> it's almost the second round pick anyway. You really made out. Give me the Jalen Waddle side all day. I want, I think he was the wide receiver seven or eight last year. The likelihood is Christian Watson is not yeah. the wide receiver seven or eight this year. Jalen Waddle could very easily do that again, even with Tyreek Hill there. Give me the Jalen Waddle side. And you know what? If you want to go see Christian Watson or Jalen Waddle play live, you can do that because the season is getting closer and it's time to start planning those game day trips to support your favorite team. Bob's going to use this to go see Tucker Craft in person this year. But where can you find the best ticket prices for sporting events? Nate? Oh, you can do it on SeatGeek. You can. SeatGeek is your one-stop shop for all things live events and offers the best prices available between creating your account, finding your event, and picking out your seats. Making your purchase takes only minutes. And when you use the promo code DYNASTYREWIND, you will save $20 on your first SeatGeek purchase. Sign up today and enjoy an event tomorrow. The link is in the description. And I'll tell you what, their website is actually really, really nice. Super Mm -hmm. easy to navigate. I'm not the most tech-savvy guy, and I'm old, as everyone on the podcast points out to me worked very well for me i will say i did get to see christian watson live um i got to see north dakota state come and play the towson uh tigers it was great i convinced my wife to go um and i was like see that guy down there this christian watson he might get drafted he might get drafted and then uh hey the season goes by the offseason hype comes through and look at christian watson now we will be going to see penn state maryland this year if memory serves me correctly that is correct 
All right, very good. Now, our next focus player, we're assuming that he plays at some point this season. That's what we're basing this conversation on here. Kyler Murray. So trade number one, Kyler Murray for Amon Ross St. Brown. Nate. You know, I've not been a huge fan of Amon Ross St. Brown throughout the first you know couple of years of his career. And he's just made me look bad because he keeps producing. And, you know, Jamison Williams just cannot get on the field. So at this point, over the past month or two, I have raised my hands and I've said, you know what, Sun God, you deserve it. You deserve it, man. Uh, give me Amon Ross St. Brown here. I know that the quarterback position has more value than the wide receiver position, but I have too many question marks about Kyler Murray. I know there's assumption that he plays this year, but we saw Deshaun Watson uh, play this year, um, you know, coming in halfway through the season, end of the season. I don't think Kyler Murray would look good. The offset offense there is not a strong offense, I think, uh, this year. They're tanking. I don't know if they're going to surround uh, Kyler Murray or if they're going to maybe look elsewhere. Just too many question marks for me. I know Amon Ross St. Brown is going to score me a ton of points this year, uh, possibly be a top five wide receiver. Give me that guy. So going back to uh, what I said before, Jalen Waddle was the wide receiver. Amon Ross St. Brown was the wide receiver seven, and that's where I'm leaning. Mm-hmm. You know, I said all last offseason before last year, sell Amon Ross St. Brown. He's not going to do this again. Wrong. He made me look bad, too. I'm in. I'm in. And there's a possibility, you know, I heard a scenario where the Cardinals could have the first and second overall pick in the draft next year. And if that's the case, are you going to try to run it back with Kyler? Are you going to draft Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr.? What a duo. All of a sudden drafting those two guys and Kyler's going to be tradable. He's going to be very tradable because Mm -hmm. teams are always, there's going to be teams next year. that need a quarterback. One that comes to mind right away is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're going to need a quarterback. He's an upgrade over Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. In my opinion, there's going to be other teams that pop up along the way too. Um, But I'm going to take Amon Ross St. Brown here. The next one, Kyler Murray for CJ Stroud and Terry McLaurin. Nate. Yeah, I think this is actually a really good trade. Um, you know, if you have Kyler Murray and you want to tear down and because uh, I do think there's a tier gap between Kyler Murray and C.J. Stroud. And I think a lot of it comes down to the rushing ability and the rushing upside that, you know, comes into play for fantasy football. Um, Kyler Murray, you know, he's one of those Konami code quarterbacks. He's going to be more valuable for you in fantasy football than C.J. Stroud. And Terry McLaurin, while a good wide receiver, you know, he is getting older. He was an older rookie. So even though he's only been in the league for a couple of years, you know, he already is, I believe, 27. So, you know, tearing down from Kyler Murray to pick up the two productive guys, you know, I think Terry McLaurin's productive. Cesar Stroud's young and has that uh, longevity in front of him. Uh, that's a good move. But also putting these two guys together and getting yourself a quarterback who, you know, whether it's from the Cardinals or a different team, is still going to give you plenty of upside in the position. You know, and he's still plenty young. Um, I think this is a good move either way, depending on, you know, what the trajectory is for your team. If you're rebuilding, I think you, you know, you want the Kyler Murray side of this trade. If you're competing this year, uh, you take CJ Stroud, you take Terry McLaurin. Um, Stroud's going to give you at least some production for the first half of the season that Kyler Murray's not going to. Yeah, I think either way, I want the CJ Stroud and Terry McLaurin side. You are right, Terry McLaurin is in fact 27. So the fact of the matter is he has about three to four really good years ahead of him. CJ Stroud, we all like. He's going into what we perceive as a good situation in Houston. That's the side I want. I know CJ Stroud is going to play the entire year unless he gets hurt, which obviously you can never project. That is the side that I want. I do think the trade is good value. Um, Last one. Kyler Murray and a mid 24 first for Justin Herbert. Nate. Yeah, I think this is a good move. Um, I could see this one either side as well. I think this is fair value. 
Um, if you're looking once again to rebuild, I think you could take the Kyler Murray side of this. You know, you get a slight downgrade at the quarterback position, but if you're already looking towards 2024, it's not a huge um, drop off, hopefully, for you. And you could pick up a mid 24 first, which we know there's talent in the mid round of the first round next year. But if you're a competing team, if you want fantasy points now, or you just want to upgrade your quarterback position, I think this is a incredible trade to make to go get Justin Herbert, who is kind of affordable right now because there's other good quarterbacks who kind of jumped over him because he didn't have the fantasy production at the end of the season last year. Um, But despite that, Herbert's still one of the best young quarterbacks in the league, and they just put a first-round wide receiver um, as the wide receiver three for him. So plenty of talent around him. This is a great trade if you're trying to go and get Justin Herbert. Yeah, I like the Justin Herbert side because I'm a big Justin Herbert fan. That being said, this is this trade here is a tale of two different teams. You know, Kyler Murray in that mid-24 first could turn into Sam Hartman, Devin Leary, Peyton Thorne. You know, whatever quarterback you want there. Yeah. There be players out there. That was a joke. You're not drafting those guys in the mid-first next year. No. Okay. It's a joke. But I, I do think it's a good value. And that's probably as cheap as you're going to be able to get Justin Herbert for a while, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do lean the Justin Herbert side. I like the trade though for both parties. So our last focus player here is Brees Hall. Nate Brees Hall for Travis Etienne, the RB two in Jacksonville, according to you, and DJ Moore. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a pretty interesting one because I have not been a big fan of Travis Etienne, um, even coming into this year and coming into the draft, and then of course my guy Tank Bigsby goes to the backfield. Um, I think they're definitely going to eat into each other's touches. So I think ETN's upside is a bit more limited than it was before the draft, of course. Um, DJ Moore, ton of talent. I love the connection with um, Justin Fields. But the question is, uh, does that pass passing offense improve? And not just improve efficiency-wise. I mean, does it improve volume-wise? Because fantasy football is about volume. It's about targets, about receptions. And they threw the ball only about 40% of the time last year. Um, shout out to Brandon for that one. Uh, he's projecting out the Bears. And I was a big fan of DJ Moore. And Brand's like, I mean, he's got good efficiency stats, but the volume just isn't there. So, you know, with reports sounding like Brees Hall should be ready close to the start of the season, they're not guaranteeing week one, but it sounds like he's on pace to, you know, definitely start in the first couple weeks of the season. Um, I'm going to take Brees, Brees Hall here. Um, I like Travis Etienne and DJ Moore, but Brees Hall is a, a, a top running back and a top five running back in Dynasty. Young guy, if you can guarantee that, go after it. Trade's fair, admittedly, but I'm going to lean the Brees Hall side as well. Um, he's, I think his ceiling is higher than that of Travis Etienne's. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I, I hate to give up DJ Moore, but Me too. like we've talked before, wide receiver is more replaceable than running back. And to be able to get a running back stud, um, you know, if, if da- of course, if Dalvin Cook goes to the Jets, this, this throws everything off. You know, I think Brees Hall's still fine long, long term, but. You know, I'm kind of making this move because I expect Brees Hall to come back and despite coming off the ACL injury, still put up points this year, um, you know, for the second half of the season when you need them in your playoffs. Yeah, exactly. So I'm making this one. The next one, this one's a lot harder for me. Brees Hall for Chris Olave. Yeah, I think straight up I'm taking Brees Hall. And this really comes down to running back uh, over wide receiver. Um, like we just talked about uh, position scarcity. I'm taking Brees Hall over Chris Olave. I love Olave. I love what he's done but give me the young running back. I think I want the young standout wide receiver here. Okay. You know, this isn't DJ Moore giving him up. I mean, I want the guy who I think can just continue to ascend. He's in a good situation. Derek Carr, we've seen, 
can support guys like Devontae Adams and other wide receivers too. Um, give me Chris Olave. That, that's that's who I want, and I understand positional scarcity, but I got to go with the guy who I think is just more of a stud at his position, personally. All right. Going to sound that's stupid. Um, all right, last one. Brees Hall and a 24-third for T. Higgins and a 24-second. Just remember, wide receiver twos on teams can be studs too. But, Nate, ooh, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, I like T. Higgins. Um, unfortunately, the fantasy production season long has not been there, though, over the past couple of years. Um, you know, with how I've been talking about Brees Hall, I think i got to stick with Brees Hall. Um, you know, the pick down grade, you know, not you don't love that, but I think what you're losing uh, going from a top running back like Brees Hall to a, a top wide receiver like T. Higgins, but definitely, you know, a tier or two from the top. And I'd rather have Brees Hall in this point. I think if I had to go back to the trade one, I do still like the Brees Hall, Brees Hall side. But also, if you're looking to diversify and spread out the depth of your team a bit, I also do like the Trevor Etienne and uh, DJ Moore side as well. I could really go either way there. Yeah, in this circumstance, you know, all T. Higgins did, he's got more competition, I think, right now than Brees Hall does. Yeah, Charlie Jones um, just went there. That's true. Unlike Chris Olave, who doesn't have as much wide receiver competition, you know, Irv Smith did sign quietly uh, with the Bengals and Irv Smith, one healthy, can be pretty good. Drew Sample's still there too. Love talking tight ends. But, you know, you have Jamar Chase, you have Tyler Boyd. Jamar Chase is a guy that could push to be the wide receiver one in Dynasty. Or if not, it's wide receiver 1A right after Justin Jefferson. Tyler Boyd is more than relevant. Um, Charlie Jones did go there, who could be your Tyler Boyd replacement. And of course, Andre Oshavas and Garrett Price favorite Stanley Morgan is still there as well. So the competition is there. I want the Brees Hall side here in this circumstance for all the reasons I outlined. Nate, that was a quick hitter, but that was fun. It was fun for sure. It was a good one. And you know what else is fun, guys? Best ball underdog fantasy using the promo code rewind all caps, all one word, 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Hey, get in there. Let us know. Dan's going to draft with you. He loves doing that. Talked about SeatGeek already. Go get some Dynasty Rewind swag. Link is in the description on our spread shop shop. And sometimes when you sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Now bring a 10% discount for yearly signups. We run specials. Today was a one day only special. 25% off. Come on, Bob. 25% off? You're killing me, dude. But that's okay because you know what? We want to keep you guys looking great for your fantasy draft. And until then, everybody, for Nate, the Professor Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind. Please rewind. Thanks for listening.